Hey everyone, it is another day of God's grace and you have found Alter Echo and that makes me very happy. This is Pastor Andy Smith, St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Let's come into the presence of God together and join our faith. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Alter Echo on this third weekend in the month of May 2021. I'm coming to you on Thursday, which I often do. This is the day that I often tape Alter Echo for us. And I have just watched the announcement from the CDC and the president as well of significantly relaxed uh, efforts and precautions at masking and at social distancing. For those who are vaccinated, it's really an important and good and hopeful time right now as we have been coming together as a national community and battling this virus and this pandemic and overcoming it. So I will just agree again that masking, vaccinating, social distancing all have been necessary things, and I hope you are getting your vaccine. I hope you have been doing your part. This is part of being part of the community of humanity. And I hope you're doing your part because good days are ahead. So congratulations, everyone. Continue to encourage those who haven't gotten their vaccine in your circles to get them so that uh, the rest of this summer can be trouble-free and that people's fears and even angers and disagreements can start to dissipate because that shouldn't be the way it is for us. We should be able to rise above that. So let me tell you this, I am going to be bringing you a much shorter uh, podcast of Alter Echo this week. I will be gone. I will be up in Duluth, Minnesota. Reminds me of, who was it? Mark Twain? Somebody like that who said, the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in Duluth. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was Twain. It was uh, another famous writer, however. At any rate, I will be in Duluth, Minnesota, a beautiful place in this world for my middle child's graduation from graduate school. She will become a doctor of physical therapy this weekend, and she'll have to pass her boards yet, of course, but that's to come. And so good celebrative times are ahead. So I won't be in church. Those of you who are Johnnies from St. John's Lutheran in Lakeville, I won't be seeing you this weekend, but you will be there to worship and celebrate uh, the gospel and uh, God's mission for our church in the world. Those of you who are not Johnnies and are coming from different angles, we get to do this together. And I'll bring you a short devotion today. So should we get to it? I'm going to read one of my all-time favorite devotions. It's called Brother John. And then let me just reflect on it for a minute or so before we, uh, we cl close it out for this, uh, this week. Here's how it goes. It's only a humorous story, yet it makes a serious point. Brother John was a timid man who dreaded speaking in public. So he was terrified on the day it was his turn to give a devotional message. With his knees trembling, he faced his listeners and said, Do you know what I am going to say this morning? No, answered the audience. He then said, Neither do I. <laughs> and he ran from the room. The next day, he was told to try again. He said, Do you know what I am going to say? This time they replied, Yes. So he said, Then you don't need me to tell you. <laughs> and again he fled. He tried a third morning, saying, Do you know what I'm going to say? Half his hearers shouted, Yes! And the other half shouted, No! 
Ah, said Brother John, then let those who know tell those who don't know. And again he fled. At first his hearers sat in silence. Then the words hit home. Let those who know tell those who don't know. For three years, Jesus' disciples absorbed his teaching and observed his mighty works. They had come to know him as the way, the truth, and the life. He was God in the flesh, the one who is eternal life. In the years to come, they devoted their lives to telling others about Christ. Today, let those who know tell those who don't. It indeed is one of my favorite devotions. It just makes such an important point, and it brings home so many things. Here's the deal, everyone. A big part of our discipleship is that the gospel, our faith, the ways we've been inspired by God and and changed and impacted are not supposed to stay just with us. They're supposed to be handed off passed down, shared. They're supposed to inspire others and bless others. Remember way back at the beginning of the Bible in the Abraham story, God told Abraham that those who live in faith are blessed to be a blessing. In your life, if you rise above all the things that we get so focused on every single day, and that those are things that are not unimportant as well. But when we rise above that, do you remember that God has blessed you with so much, with a life of faith though, with a perspective of God's kingdom that is higher and transcends the stuff of this world? Are you aware that you have been given all of that as a blessing to you so that you can be while filled with that blessing, a blessing to others. That that changes you and transforms you. That God's way becomes your way and your old way is set aside. And somehow God, the holy God, is moving in you and is inhabiting you and is working in you and through you so that who you are can be a blessing, not a curse, not a bane, but a blessing to the world and to others. Well, that's what this is about, that all of us are called to share the story of Christ with those who don't know or those who maybe don't know enough yet and need and want to know more. Remember the Ethiopian eunuch from a few weeks ago? He just was yearning for more. There is a need inside everyone. There's a God-shaped hole inside everyone that only can be filled by the good news of God, the presence of Christ, the, the reality of God as the loving creator in this world and in people's lives. I remember my old uh, seminary uh, professor. He was, a, he was a retired professor, but I lived with him for a year, my second year of seminary, Arndt Halverson. He was a homiletics professor. He taught preaching. And I remember him talking about preaching really through the lens of evangelism. How does our preaching, how does what we hear in a sermon impact the way that the world gets to hear about God? And I remember him saying that our lives, after we walk away from church every Sunday or every week, should be like a picture that a child draws and is 
has put up on the refrigerator at home by his or her mom or dad who are so, who are so excited about the picture. But then he said, he said, here's the deal. When you look at a child's picture that's hanging on a refrigerator, and you don't quite know what it is, he said, instead of asking, what is that? He said, our job is to ask, so tell me about that, will you? <laughs> and the child then doesn't feel bad about drawing something that is unrecognizable based on the what is that question, but is excited to tell about that picture to the person who's really interested. Our, our job is to tell about the picture that is in us of, of God, of faith, of how God is of alive and moving in the world to others. So think about that child. The child goes on and on, and you know, one little uh, triangle shape on that picture becomes a spaceship. <laughs> or there's a little orange circle on the bottom, and somehow that's a giraffe. And, and we don't care if we can't recognize it. The child is, is unveiling it for us. Well, that's our job, too, to be that child who's excited about what we've learned and heard and what's been drawn inside our hearts. And we should tell the story of God, of grace, of faith, of shame that has been turned into hope because of forgiveness, of feeling unconditionally loved by the God who promises us that over and over and over again. I do remember St. Francis of Assisi saying something to the effect of, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. <laughs> We've taken the preach the gospel at all times without words thing too seriously and haven't used words enough, I don't think, over time. So everyone, let those today who know tell those who don't know. Preach the gospel at all times, yes, and not just if necessary, but because it's necessary, use words. Do that with your life. And then the last thing is this. Let it be pure joy. Faith is serious, to be sure, but we are far, far, far too serious very often with matters of faith. Faith ultimately is pure joy. Everything about our faith in God is faith in promises that take us far beyond where we get stuck, that give us hope far beyond where we are in despair that give us life far beyond where we have become lifeless or life has been taken out of us. Our faith is meant to be joyful. It's meant to bring us life and humor and love and peace. Don't underestimate that. Don't take things so seriously that, that we become dour Christians. We should be Christians who are filled with joy with excitement to see people and be together, even if we differ on things we, we uh, disagree with and, and, and believe. We're still God's people. And God, in his kingdom, brings us together with him in all love. So everyone, have a good weekend this weekend. I'll be back next weekend with scripture and, and the message. But for this weekend, we've got each other and this. And we've got God's love. Peace to all of you. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. 
and we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.